0: cast with Jazz and Laura.
1: <laughs> You're already in an annoying mood. I am. I am. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why is my trim so low? Trim so low. Wait, we're gonna we're gonna increase my volume. Uh, that's more like it. There Does you your go. trim
2: hang low? Does it wobble to and fro?
1: <laughs> I can't believe you were the Camille without me.
2: Listen. That's our
1: first And I am I know, starving
2: I know So normally So we have this kind of Running joke on the show Where Anytime I want to get a takeaway I always seem to like Rope Jazz into it as well And he's like For God's sake woman Can you not just You can't just Order a takeaway on your own And leave me out of it And I was like Okay I'm just trying to be polite But I came in a little bit Earlier today Had a few bits to do And I was starving Failed to prepare Prepare to fail As they say Didn't meal prep
1: So what time did you order Your Camilla
2: About quarter past five
1: Why didn't you say, oh, would you like some Camille?
2: Because you weren't here.
1: It's a Friday, though.
2: I know. This isn't
1: the same as ordering a spice bag at half nine on a Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing
2: wrong with ordering a spice bag at half five on a Tuesday. This is
1: acceptable takeaway... Times.
2: Jazz, take a leaf out of your own book. You're an, you're an adult man. You're a grown man. Get your own takeaway. You don't need me.
1: Camille and work though.
2: I know, nice. Oh God,
1: I'm so hungry.
2: So good. Why didn't I offer? Now in fairness, you're leaving out a crucial part. When it arrived, I offered to share it with you. Oh yeah,
1: I'm not going to do that though. Why? They are massive.
2: No. I, I I didn't need to eat it all, but I did. Well you
1: did. <laughs> yeah. Which means if I did take some, you would have been hungry.
2: No, not necessarily. No, I, yeah. just, I just ate it because it wasn't ours. Carrying it home,
1: you could have left me some. Nah. No. Wow. You on. would not
2: eat my scraps in a COVID time. <laughs> Eaten worse. <laughs> you probably have. <laughs> I know you're being mean. You're for. I bought you chocolate during the week.
0: Yeah,
1: if, I didn't get to eat it though. Oh no, sorry. If, we're ga- if
2: we're tit for tat,
1: the Kinder Bueno. What have
2: you bought me this week? Actually, in fairness, there was a birthday present on my desk on Monday. Oh yeah, <laughs> there you go. So you know we're even.
1: That is true. You Are buy- we? Yeah. <laughs> <Is that> even.
2: <laughs> yeah. We are. Do
1: you know what I do want to talk about in this podcast intro though?
2: How fuming I was last night.
1: Oh, that as well. (laughs) Are you still fuming? No. Are you sure? I've been
2: fed Oh my god,
1: that's why you didn't offer to buy me a takeaway. (laughs) Because you're fuming with me for (laughs) Mystery Guest.
2: I'm not angry with you. You're just being paranoid now.
1: You'll hear all this at the end of uh, this week's podcast because this (laughs) week's Mystery Guest was one of the best and also most controversial so if you listen to the show regularly you'll know that like we've been doing mystery guests for a few months now Mm -hmm. and neither of us have ever gotten it wrong so it's almost more so developed into a bit of a pride match and a who falls first scenario and we didn't really intend it to go that way i don't think either of us were i don't think either of us were expecting either to get it correct every single time but yeah. it, it has just worked out that way and now it's like oh who's going to go wrong first. Yeah,
2: controversial one last night. I was I was just shocked because when it was revealed I wasn't expecting it to actually be that person. Like yeah. I was waiting for like another gag. I was yeah. like there's definitely someone else going to jump in the studio right now. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a roller controversial, of, mo- of emotions. But fair. Controversial but fair. Yeah, <laughs> I mean like like I mean it was it was a low blow?
1: Was it a low blow? It was a bit. I don't think it was. It was a
2: bit of a lazy blow.
1: Well, there's, um, there's a story I ju- I behind it. I just
2: feel if if it had been, if had, the shoe had been on the other foot, you would have ripped me a new one.
1: I definitely would have, but it's also a scenario that we talked about before, and we both said, oh, it's going to happen someday or, or another, you know? So, I know,
2: I know. Mm. Um, good to know. It is
1: a good one, though, so we won't spoil it. Listen to it. It'll be at the end. But What I wanted to talk about was a power move that we were involved with recently and I've been thinking of it a lot since and I'm still real happy that we did it so I know we can't divulge like full details but uh, a couple of weeks ago we were offered an interview with two people
2: oh yeah
1: and we said no
2: yeah we said thanks but no thanks
1: we just said no we don't want an interview and they are stars
2: yeah I'd say at least B-listers
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly not A-listers, but like people that people <laughs> going
2: that, forward, we only want A-listers. <laughs> the
1: Joking. But we, they are, they are certainly stars. And in fairness, now, two two artists, um, they're not a they're not a double act. The 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 piece of art in which they were promoting, in which we were offered an interview about. Is a collaboration Mm. We have We have spoken to One of them before And to be honest If it was just that person We would have said yeah But Mm. it was the other person uh, And the label said Oh look You have to send over Your questions in advance And we were like And in fairness We were like Oh I don't know It's a bit annoying but it came from somewhere else in our office, being like, do you know what, that isn't really station policy. So you can you feel free to say no if you want. We're mm. like, do you know what, thank God, because we don't want to send over in, our questions before an interview, because that's not the type of interview we do.
2: No, it's not our type of show. It's not our vibe. And also, you can't you can't prepare for what's going to come out of these mouths.
1: Like fair enough, especially your mouth. Yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. If you're going on the bloody Virgin Media News and you <laughs> <want to> send <laughs> over your questions, that's grand. Yeah. Not on the Zoo Crew. Like, no. you're not going to be like. Oh, and how how fun was it to write this song? <laughs> no, and it'll be like, ah, oh, when did when you last? I don't know. Fa- fall asleep by accident.
2: <laughs> <laughs> fall asleep by accident. Oh my God. Ah, uh, yeah, no, yeah, not not our vibe, but yeah. I, I when you said power move, I was like, what are you talking yeah, about? That is a power move. It kind of is a bit of a power move. I didn't look at it that way at the time. It was yeah. just It was just another email to respond to at the time. I was like, ah. Power move. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. And you've been thinking about it all week. I actually have. Okay. Is no your new favourite word now? No. No. No.
1: <laughs> no, I actually like being a yes man. Do you? Yeah. I, I think do. you
2: should say yes to a lot of things. I feel like no doesn't get you very far.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I actually I really don't like saying no. Especially in terms of like work and opportunities in here, which is why when that and I mean I mean that in like my whole like time working in Spain and working mm. in this building and like other things as well. But when that email came in and it was forwarded on to us being like, Can you send over your questions? I was like, Oh god, this is this is a bit of a pain in the hole now. But I didn't say no, I was like, I'll oh, I'll deal with that later. And I was, and I, I wouldn't want to come across as being like lazy or turning down an opportunity. Mm. But then it when it came in from a, a kind of higher level, being like, guys, this is sensation policy, feel free to say no. I was like, Do you know what? Grand.
2: Jazz's first no.
1: Isn't my first no.
2: I remember my first no.
1: Isn't my first no. I
2: don't know.
1: Probably not No Probably probably in, term, probably in here My first no
2: Probably is your first nah, you no You can't really compare here. that To anything really it's, nah, such a, it's such a non-question I was just more joking Like my first no Anyway
1: uh, yeah, I like saying yes And stuff though Yeah
2: Like you should try and say yes At least once a day To a new thing If you can
1: Yeah Because
2: you never know What might happen But then also No's are very important too Because you need to know Your boundaries you can't, you can't be a yes person And then be an absolute doormat you know doormat yeah
1: you're a doormat I'm not a
2: doormat <laughs> I say no way more than you do you're more
1: yeah, of a do. doormat no, I'm not a doormat no chance
2: jazz keen doormats brilliant <laughs> that's your new brilliant adventure gag. when DJing doesn't work out brilliant
1: guy. sell doormats <laughs> my face on them walk all no over me one.
2: no one would buy them
1: here um, the Jump for Joy is two weeks away at time of recording Friday Ooh. the 13th of August yeah you're welcome yeah you booked it in for Friday the 13th Listen, you mad bitch
2: you said to me I want to jump in either the first or the second week of August we, I we said,
1: gave you one job going sort of off the nitty gritty while I'm taking <laughs> care of the fundraiser you're like grand i was book it for Friday the 13th what could go wrong
2: yeah I booked it for the second Friday in August Friday the 13th and then it was after I was like ooh that's a superstitious so you day. So didn't, you
1: didn't book it on Friday the 13th on purpose to try and kill me?
2: No, why would I do that?
1: The
0: ZooCast with Jazz and Laura.
2: I was away. I was off on Thursday and Friday of last week for my birthday. My boyfriend surprised me with a night away and a lovely dinner on my birthday. And it almost got spoiled by the man himself because it was out-of-office bounce-back and I saw that he wasn't going to be in until Monday.
1: (laughs) I'd love if he surprised you with dinner like when you were in the car and just shoved a spaghetti bolognese in your face.
2: Surprise dinner! Uh! (laughs) I'd love that to be honest. Surprise spaghetti is the best kind. (laughs) All over you. (laughs) All over me. In my element.
1: I love it. So tell us when you've nearly or have fully spoiled a surprise. 087 711 1038 We'd love to hear. Karen has sent us through a WhatsApp. Hi
2: guys. If I sound like a chipmunk in this message I'm sorry. My WhatsApp's a bit funny. Uh, Yeah, I had a surprise birthday cake for for my sister a couple of years ago down in Waterford. Um, We were going down for a few days away over Christmas and we came into the restaurant and she got in ahead of me and the waiter came over to her and said, when do you want us to bring out the birthday cake for herself? And I arrived in just as the waiter was asking her and she just (laughs) gave me this look that says, I told you, no surprises. So yeah. It was kind of fun after that. Thanks, really, guys. Karen here. Like, if you're
1: if you're working in a place and like you know in restaurants this happens a lot and people yeah. organise a birthday cake or whatever like surely you wouldn't be so obvious going over like when do you want that surprise cake for the birthday girl like, I know what? have a bit of decorum
2: a bit of grace and decorum a little bit of privacy please and <laughs> um, but like that I almost had a birthday cake spoiled on me on Friday night so
1: all the surprises all
2: of the surprises so my boyfriend had arranged for me to go to dinner with one of my best friends and, and her husband two of my best friends they were going to be there I didn't know but when I I rocked up to the restaurant and I was surprised to see them there. They have balloons and I was like, wow, oh my God, so surprised. Surprise. surprise. But as, so we were sitting outside. I hope
1: you gave more of a reaction than, Wow, I'm so surprised. <laughs> no,
2: I did. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was jumping around the place but we were sitting down having dinner and a man who was leaving Tapped me on the shoulder and was like, "When's the When's the birthday girl arriving?" Haha, and I was like, "Oh, it's me, you know, twenty eight years young." And then he was like, "I want a slice of that birthday cake," and obviously did not register with me. And I was like, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll make sure to post your slice." And he was like, "Yeah, I want the one with the red smarty."
1: <laughs> so he'd seen the guys bringing in the cake beforehand.
2: Yeah, yeah. and uh, we were like, "Okay," and then my friends were raging then because he had tried to spoil the birthday cake
1: what the hell is with people no idea You get a surprise yeah. he obviously saw them there beforehand before you had arrived saw them bringing in the cake clearly saw that the cake wasn't on yeah. the table by the time you got there like, what goes through people's heads?
2: No idea. Come on. No idea. But sure, hey, that's another almost spoiled surprise. Yeah,
1: geez, this surprise weekend was not meant to happen. But
2: the best thing <laughs> is was nothing was registering with me. I had no idea. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's telling more about you than other people.
2: Maybe. I'm just so oblivious.
0: The ZooCast with Jazz and Laura.
2: Jazz, I have a little bone to pick with you. Why? I heard that in my absence here from the show, you stopped.
1: are just doing this. Laura was whisked away on her birthday <laughs> last week romantically by her boyfriend uh, on a surprise trip to a lovely spa.
2: You're an absolute And dibble.
1: your finger is weighing you down.
2: Would you shut up? <laughs> Turn off that music, will you? What music? The wedding music.
1: Yeah, you love it. I don't. You, you lo- are so it. annoying. I yeah, love it.
2: The bone that I have to beef with you is in my absence from the show on Friday. Yourself and Andy... We're getting up to mischief and you were starting spreading lies, starting fake news, saying that I was being whisked away to get engaged. You're not, you're absolutely ridiculous.
1: Well, look, in fairness, it wasn't me. <laughs> no, look, uh, we were saying it uh, in the intro to the show on Friday because Friday was your actual birthday, even mm-hmm. though you weren't here Thursday or Friday. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, very romantic. Um, whisked away by your boyfriend. He booked in your time off from work showed up at your door, down to a lovely hotel and spa. Fabulous. Now, Andy was like, oh, whoa, maybe it's going on. And I I didn't disagree with him.
2: I know, I bet you encouraged him. You were throwing fuel on the fire. No, but the funny thing was that it wasn't just you and Andy that were speculating. Yeah. Honest to God, like, I put up a story on Thursday afternoon of just, you know, it was me and my boyfriend uh, in the car and it was just like, oh. yeah,
1: surely you should say fiancé.
2: He's not. I, I, am, I am not engaged for a second. I thought I said the F word, and I was like, "Oh no, no, I'm not engaged." Just to clarify, uh, but that that's totally fine. I was not expecting it. It's not on our radar at the moment. But the funny thing is, I think a lot of people are going to think that I'm going to be really sad after this weekend because. I put up a story on, on, on Thursday afternoon in the car, being like, oh, when he books your time off, shows up at your door and tells you to pack a bag, you know, exciting. I just, I was just genuinely excited to be off work for a couple of days. Yeah.
1: I wasn't excited
0: Stop, don't and press f- that and button. And for
1: everyone, don't you dare. Your Instagram story screamed.
0: Stop. <laughs> it's so
2: annoying. No, but am I am I wrong? I mean, I can see why people may have thought that, but like I was saying, I, I don't have a big following on Instagram, but I have never gotten so many story views in my life. Over 1,300 people, which is a lot for me, viewed my story. I, I, I put that up. I arrived at, at, at the hotel 20 minutes later, checked my Instagram. I had 20 messages. And <laughs> <of> people were <laughs> like, oh, very exciting. And I was like, what? And it was just very funny because I was not expecting it. It's not on our radar at the moment, not on the agenda, but a lot of people probably think I'm just saying
1: that. And it was. So it wasn't just me who thought no, that it might happen. everyone thought it. And can I just say, like, you were absolutely buying into the hullabaloo because you put up a photo on Friday <laughs> from the spa you were at. Yeah. And you're in your robe. You're sitting on a little, like, swinging uh, ball chair, looking great. And it's just just uh, a... <laughs> thanks. Like, looking, you're chill, <laughs>
2: looking, you're Looking
1: great in your robe <laughs> there, Laura. <laughs> you're, thanks. you're chilled with the sunnies on, clearly getting uh, your boyfriend, sorry, fiancé, to be your photographer. Sure. 28 you're feeling great but your <laughs> left hand is dangling over the arm of the chair like you couldn't you couldn't put your left hand with index or ring finger sorry in more plain sight I was like oh and I zoomed all the way in. And I was like, oh. That was just the way
2: I was sitting on the chair. Yeah, but I yeah. wonder I wonder how many people zoomed in. But no, can confirm, not engaged, not upset. I had the loveliest time with my boyfriend. And we had just the best time.
1: And there was a few people saying that in the office here as well. Pam, who yeah. gave away our cash earlier on, was like, oh, she was in here on Friday. She was like, oh. And I was like, oh. She was
2: like, will she? And I was like, "Oh, no!" Hilarious. It's, it's nice to know that, that when the day comes, if and when it comes, that people are heavily invested. So. A, lot of, a lot of
1: pressure for John now.
2: I know. <laughs> I just thought it was very funny. But like, I have you to blame as well. Yeah. Putting fuel on the fire. Don't you dare.
1: Ah, oh. it's fun. It's fun. Is it? Yeah. Is it fun? <laughs> is it? The
0: ZooCast with Jazz and Laura.
2: <sighs> right now it is time for Bedtime Stories. One quirky story before the bedtime.
0: Laura,
1: have you ever encountered people yes. being like, <laughs> shut up for a minute?
2: <laughs> um, I would only say every single night in my job by you.
1: Have you ever encountered people being like, weirdly nice to you and you don't know why? Like overly like welcoming and
2: yeah, my birthday weekend.
1: <laughs> Your boyfriend?
2: <laughs> Just everybody, <laughs> even you.
1: You don't like it?
2: <laughs> no, I love it. Keep the presents
1: coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, Linda, listen, Linda. A girl oh, ca- Linda, listen, listen, Linda. A girl called Linda has gone viral because she shared her story about when her and her husband <laughs> 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 husband
2: husband. <laughs> Hello, have you met my husband?
0: Are
1: you okay. <laughs> husband. It's not a compound word, Jazz. <laughs> husband. Linda and her husband. <laughs> Linda and her husband were on holidays a little while ago. And she was just like kind of taking the back at how some people were like really friendly and really trying to spark up a conversation and just like overly trying to get to know them. And, you know, it's like a little bit too much. She's like, what the hell is going on? Mm. She told the story online anyway and people picked up on one key part of the story and the key part of the story was that Linda had gotten her and her boyfriend kind of matching swimsuits essentially. Now, not like fully matching but the design had a common denominator. On her bikini were little pineapples and on his swim trunks were little pineapples. Then it wasn't until the internet got involved <laughs> and... They told Linda that apparently if you wear a pineapple on your clothes it is a symbol for other people to know that you are interested in swinging.
3: (laughs) Really?
2: Apparently so. I think I have something with pineapples on it. I
1: have loads of stuff with pineapples on it. It's one of my favourite fruit and it's such a funny looking thing. Oh my. Uh, so when her and her husband He's just thinking about Spongebob living in a pineapple Oh my god Dirty sponge <laughs> That's why he was a sponge Because he had to clean his act up <laughs> Dirty sponge wow. Gary wasn't his pet
2: I. <laughs> he
1: was his slave
2: I have Pineapple socks at home
1: yeah, I have a t-shirt with pineapples on it. Oh my god, I've got pineapple pajamas. I have two t-shirts with pineapples on it. Oh my god! So apparently, pineapples and you wearing pineapples when you're like in a swinging destination, wherever they were on holidays, clearly look like, big for the swingers, and like, and just couples who want to get randy with other couples. So wow. if that's what you're into, wear stuff with pineapples on.
2: That's like I feel like that should be more common knowledge because well, it is to the swingers. Well, it is now, but like to the non swingers.
1: Yeah. So so that's what all those people were doing. They are like, oh, these are fellow pineapple people. Pineapple people. They're in.
2: There's me pineapple pals.
1: Me pineapple buddies. And you know when you stroke a pineapple, it's kind of prickly. Yeah, Maybe ow. that's the whole thing about it. But that's very strange. Isn't
2: it? Why, but why pineapples and not like... I don't know. There's so many other fruits that would be, I suppose... Raunchy
1: fruits. Yeah, maybe it's because they want to make it seem juicy and sweet. Yeah, maybe. I'm just thinking now, like me and me and Claudia, is my girlfriend's kind of thing. Is that like we both He's
3: swinging? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Basically, look, we're a couple of swingers. No, but, but we always say that like she's a watermelon and I'm a pineapple.
2: Watermelon sugar.
1: Uh, <laughs> but and like when he texts.
2: Like, I would I would have put you down as a full blown melon head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's a melon on the pineapple, but like we always put like watermelons and pineapples in our texts, and sometimes like you know on like birthday or posts don't online. Don't tell me what you're
2: texting your girlfriend out of hours. I don't care.
1: No, but now I'm just thinking if people see our texts online and like you know if you're putting up a birthday post, like we'd often put our <laughs> like special emojis yeah. in. Yeah. So maybe so maybe people who are swingers who follow us are like oh Jazz and Claudia are also in the swinging community there you go swing on in fellas swinging around the town swings and roundabouts
2: <laughs> it all makes sense now it all now. makes sense now it's and all you full circle pretended not to know what that meant
1: full circle roundabout swings and roundabouts swingers pineapples pine- illuminati
0: confirmed The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura Jazz's Jump for Joy Jazz's Jump for Joy
3: in aid of the
1: Down Syndrome Centre. Well, we are edging ever closer in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be chucking myself out of a plane, hopefully with the parachute strapped to my back. Uh, we are raising <laughs> money for the Down Syndrome Centre. They're a fantastic charity. They provide amazing workshops and therapies, support networks to young people with Down Syndrome and their families. Uh, and that's, what, that's why we're doing this. The donation yeah. page is live. If you'd like to donate anything at all, the price of a coffee, it's going such a long way. And uh, we're having such crack along the way.
2: Are you nervous because you just said? Hopefully, there will be a parachute on my back. There will be.
1: Hopefully, well, hopefully, I yeah. Don't, I don't control that, so I'm really <laughs> hoping they're not just going to bring me up and be like, "Oh, did you bring a parachute? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, d- that's your job. Byop, bring your own, <laughs> bring your own parachute. No, didn't get that in the email.
1: So we're a couple of weeks away now, and. Uh, I told my girlfriend about it Now I recorded this on my phone uh, a little while ago Last week-ish, about a week or so ago And I had it on my phone I didn't, she didn't know obviously that I was recording Because I wanted to record her natural reaction when I told her of I was going to be yeah. chucking myself out of a plane Because it's quite a scary thing Oh yeah, totally, really spooky So I'm going to play you now with the audio of when I told my girlfriend Claudia That I was going to be chucking myself out of a plane Have a listen I have news, Stan.
4: News
1: for good news. Oh, no. I'm going to be jumping out of a plane. Oh f- really? <laughs> oh <Not> really? <laughs> yeah.
3: What?
1: I'm going to be doing a skydive.
3: Hey, I would like to do that with you. <laughs> I don't think you're brave enough. Well.
1: Do you not think so? Do you not think I could do it?
3: Yeah, you could. I just think you'll be so dramatic. Uh, uh-huh, I'd... you're going to be so scared. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to be able to do
1: it. I ha- I have to do it now. <laughs> You
3: not have to hire a stunt
1: double. Once he texted me, I was like, oh my God, I, yeah. Are you
3: nervous? <laughs> yeah.
1: A little bit, but like, it'll be class.
2: So. Oh my God, sorry. My favorite is, is, she's like, ha, you're too scared to do that. I know. You won't do that. There was
1: like a, a roller coaster of emotions from her, because at first she was like, what, Really? No way, you're not doing that. I want to do it with you. Oh, are you doing it? Are you nervous? Are you scared? So there was a lot going on there.
2: Although I really feel like I'm going to be eyeballing you on the day now just to make sure Claudia's put a thought into my head. What? she mentioned a stunt double I'm yeah. going to be having to, to do. I'll be checking for tattoos on the day of the jump just to make sure that it's actually you going up in the plane they'll <laughs> be
1: running around the airfield asking people can you see their arms to check their to check a tattoo like what are you doing lady get away from me
2: also I'm disappointed when you said I'm going to play the audio you said I'm going to play the Claudio
1: the Claudio because
2: it's the audio of Claudio yes of course so, very
1: good yes now she, she's buzzed I'm uh, excited as well
2: I'm kind of with Claudia. I think you're going to chicken out on the day.
1: Look, if there's going to be a stunt double, it's going to have to be Adam Sandler. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> He's the only person who... Is, uh, is
2: Adam Sandler available? We'll have to check.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Now, obviously, I, I, edit, I edited that little clip down and the whole audio was a little bit longer. So I'm going to play you now what Claudia, when I said to her... Oh, I have news. What she actually thought I meant. So I, I, I edited this out from the start of the clip. And this I am not playing a joke here. Okay. Okay. Have a listen. Have news. I
3: think I do now. What? Laura got engaged. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did it? Yeah. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> Laura got engaged. <laughs> I
3: like, was like, oh my god! So like, I thought Laura was getting engaged, and we jumped in
1: a plane. <laughs> What'd you rather?
4: Laura
1: getting engaged <laughs> so she thought when I said I have news she's like oh,
2: Laura got engaged stop and was this way before the surprise holiday this I've is, just been on
1: this is before you're whisked away by your boyfriend for a surprise non-engagement holiday
2: that is so funny I love that which would you prefer <laughs> me jump out of a plane or Laura get engaged Laura
1: get engaged <laughs> oh that is so funny oh Claudia so cute so brilliant uh, so look we are raising money for the Down Syndrome Centre if you would like to donate your money and donation whatever it is we'll be going such a long way and it will be greatly appreciated you can find the links on Instagram on the spin Instagram on my on my bio link and bio as I say at jazz Keen DJ uh, or if you'd like a direct link to donate if you text donate right now to 087 1038 we'll send you a link through whatsapp and you can just click it and you'll be taken right to the donation page it's going to be such a fun day all for a worthy cause and i'm so excited and if you want to donate online here's the details
3: jazz's jump for joy
1: jazz's
0: jump for joy
3: in aid of the down syndrome center
0: head to spin 103com slash jump to donate oh. the zoo cast with
3: jazz and laura
1: we're talking about driving tests and why you failed yours
2: yeah it's one of the scariest things that you'll ever do the pressure can really get to you on the day and we want to know why did you fail as uh, Suzanne says I failed my driving test because I was stopped in traffic lights when they went green the driver behind me beat because I didn't go that very second and the instructor failed me for lack of progress oh, oh come on it's so tough it's I think like... it's even meaner that someone would beep a learner at the, t- yeah. at the start of the lights I just think that's so nasty that
1: is bad uh, I know someone who's driving Suzanne exam fell asleep on the test so they pulled over and woke him up the person failed because the examiner said I didn't tell you to pull over oh
2: I don't believe that no I don't believe that I I think that's one of those like myths that does the rounds I I don't
1: know imagine, like, your your examiner conking out and you doing the right thing and pulling in and waking them up and be like, I didn't tell you to pull in. I wasn't asleep. No way. Not me.
2: Hmm. Very interesting indeed. Uh, Audrey says, oh no. No jokes. I answered my phone in the middle of my driving <laughs> test. That one has gone down in history. Audrey. Come never, on. ever, ever use your phone when you're in the
1: car. What ever. The hell? And during your test especially. Oh God. Oh God. Uh, my mate Connor is on WhatsApp. Hey guys. So yeah, I uh, passed my test on um, the 5th
5: attempt. Failed it four, four times in the space of a year and I passed it on the 5th attempt when I had uh, two weeks left to go on my uh, learner's permit uh, a week before I was meant to start firefighter training where I uh, needed my licence or I couldn't start. And four days before all the test centres closed down because of COVID. So I, I came out lucky in the end.
1: Very lucky. And now Whoa. whizzing around in fire brigades. That's amazing. Such a cool job as a well. really cool job. Uh, someone here has... Uh, sent in a picture and they said they had 48 faults what Michelle 48 faults is surely a record so I think you're able to get like what is it 8 grade 2 or 3 whatever is the lesser one and like 3 or 4 grade 2s or whatever so 48 of any is (laughs) it's like all of them terrible terrible. any grade 1 that's enough that's enough faults to fail like 12 Driving test. Oh
3: my, that's <laughs> so many.
1: Courtney, welcome to the show. Why did you fail your driving test?
3: Uh, I sat my driving test three times. So I passed it like January last year before COVID. But before that, the first time I said it, um, after we came back, so he let me go through with the whole test. He came back and he asked me if I had come to the test on a company. And I told him I, that was my driving truck test car and she was gone to Costa it was a Costa about five minutes walk ten minutes walk from um, the test end in Halle. and he didn't believe me and he failed me for driving to the test on a company oh wow oh. that's so harsh and he just didn't believe you no and she wasn't back and I was her and all so um, oh. he failed me anyways he wasn't having a bar of me trying to say <laughs> oh and no
1: everything. what the hell and did the car you did it in did it have like the kind of driving school stickers and stuff on it or was it just a kind of regular car
3: no, the thing was in the boot, like, you know, from the roof rack. Yeah. I oh, yeah. And um, he just wasn't having a bargain, but I appealed and he wasn't got me money back, but they weren't. He said, just have to test it again anyway. Oh, that's oh, so man. harsh. Yeah. That is
1: so harsh. And have you passed yeah. it since?
3: Yeah, I passed it last year and then I had said it again after that. So about four or five months later, said it again and it was three quarters later the test and the engine light come on orange <laughs> and he failed and he said it was hell take you oh no of all the days for your engine light to come on <laughs> no, nightmare I, no I know 30 like times a charm about 5 minutes from the test and he was like no it's, the test is invalid basically. oh
1: god <laughs> no. at least he got there in the end Courtney thanks for coming yeah, on we'll to god. you again The Zoocast
0: with Jazz and Laura
2: Hey, Jazz I know I keep banging on about it but this is probably going to be the last time I'll mention this on the show for the month of July But it was my birthday last week.
1: Yeah, July is nearly over. Your birthday has been and gone and you're still shitting on about it.
2: I know, but I, the reason I am still going on about it is because I wanted to say a little thank you to you because I was off for Thursday and Friday last week. My boyfriend whisked me away for a night away and I wasn't on the show. And on Monday, I came in and you left a birthday present on my desk, which I thought was very nice. A big poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, normally, you only leave a poo in my drawer because it was my birthday. You left this one on the desk, which I thought was really nice. Like a
1: steaming turd.
2: No, you didn't. You got a really nice present and a lovely Card. You're I'll welcome. have that the card made me lol. It was one of those, you know, you're getting old when yeah the bins go out more than you do. Can't what, remember what else. What was it uh, was like
1: ah uh, the 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 hottest thing is defrosting the freezer or something like that. Oh
2: yeah, your idea of an exciting Saturday night is when you defrost the freezer. <laughs> I was like, do you know what? You're truth. not wrong. It's a bit of me.
1: Absolute truth.
2: Um, but inside my card, you got me. Scratch cards
1: Yeah a couple of scratchies Great yeah, crack
2: Great crack Um, But I actually th- This wasn't done on purpose now You can think what you like But I didn't scratch them In the office in front of you And I still haven't done them at home
1: That would have been super awkward
2: Super awkward And I was also thinking as well Like You know the way like, There's potential to like win Quite a lot on those
1: Yeah 15 G's baby
2: At what point Like how much do you have to win For it to be deemed Like scabby If you don't share it With the person That bought it for you Yeah because
1: I was asking Like how much Would you give me If you won the jackpot Of 15 grand And... At least one post. Would you actually though? I don't know, would you expect it? I think you would. I'd expect something anyway. Would you? I would, yeah. Because <laughs> when I was picking out the scratchy, I was like, oh, which one will I get now? Like, I'm not I'm not paying like five euro per scratchy for like the big, whatever, 50k <laughs> bonus. Now I know what I'm worth to you.
2: I'm only worth the cheap ones. No, no, but
1: I wanted to give you two chances of winning. and I wasn't going to spend 10 quid on two scratchy. So I was like, oh, I'll spend, I think it's what, the 15 grand ones are like two euro each. I think so. So I was like, will I, get, will I spend two euro on the 15 grand? or will I spend a four euro on a 30 grand and I was like hmm what am I going to get back here <laughs> I was like ah I don't know what you'd give me so I'll just get the two euro 15 grand scratchies by two
2: but I was just wondering like I was, I was I was thinking about scratching them and I haven't done it yet but I was like if I, if I win big I have to tell them I can't not tell them oh you yeah know.
1: so um, so if it was 15 grand you'd be giving me what one would you actually give me a thousand quid
2: yeah, like no more than that. Would you though? Yeah.
1: That's a lot of money. I know. And you would give it to me? I would, yeah. If you won five grand, how much would you give me?
2: 200 euro?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. I think that's, like that's fair enough. I don't know if that's a math equation. though. <laughs> What's
2: that, like 20%?
1: Well, if you give me one K... No, it's not. Oh my God, it's not no, that. it's not 20%, you mad thing.
2: 5%?
1: So if you give me one grand from 15K, that's a 15th. Yeah. So if you give me...
2: This
1: is, this is your if time if, to shine now. If you give me five grand divided by oh god divided by 100 mm. multiplied equals multiplied mm. by how many? What'd you say? 200. 200. That's four. Is that? That's oh, five, oh, I think it's like 5%. Totally messed it up. I think it's 4%. Okay. Well that's not bad. That's all right. Like What's a fifteenth in percentage? Oh god! Oh, no just Hang leave on, it. No, look. no, I need. I, I won't sleep if I don't find out. Jazz
2: prides himself in being the one, the better half of the two of us that is better at maths. Okay, like. so
1: so if you're if you're to give me one grand on fifteen k, that's six point six percent. So I would at least like two hundred and ten euro on five k, because that'll be about the same. Fine, I'll add on the tenner. Okay, that's grand. <laughs> <laughs> but you haven't scratched them yet so you don't know and I feel you're not going to tell me I reckon you've already scratched them you won at least two grand and you're just not saying there you're saying oh I haven't
2: scratched them yet no I haven't I guess you'll never know
1: The
0: Cast with Jazz and Laura
1: it's New Word Wednesday hey. <laughs> I, I forgot to put up our microphone
2: <laughs> I love how you were nodding at me to start talking and I'm like <laughs> I'm nodding back at you mate and on the mics. sorry you (laughs) surprised me
1: with a kinder bueno and I'm beside myself
2: oh stop complaining you've the best co-host ever that goes out and buys you chocolate I was saying thanks yeah
1: I'm loving it thanks
2: for throwing it back on my face
1: I'm loving it I'm not throwing the kinder bueno back I'm eating it all myself and while
2: we're on the topic of thanking each other thanks for making me a cup of tea but I did burn my tongue (laughs) on it it's really sore Ah, now
1: my plan worked
2: help I may not not be able to speak now for the rest of the show (laughs) your plan has worked
1: Okay, New Word Wednesday for new to the show. Expand your vocab and have the crack. It's time to learn. I've got my New Word of the Day app. I've got a New Word Wednesday. New Word Wendy. New Word Wendy. <laughs> new word Wendy. <laughs> it's going to be a spin-off segment. Uh, I've got my New Word Wednesday for today. First of all, we'll tell Laura a guess, see if you can work it out. If not, a clue. Then we'll reveal definition of today's New Word Wednesday. I'm excited. I love expanding my vocab and also having the crack. I think that... There's a strong chance you might know this one. I just think it could be a word that is already in your vocab. You read a lot of books. Okay,
2: yeah. (laughs) If it's not now, this is embarrassing.
1: But it's a good one.
2: Okay.
1: And when I first read it, I was like, oh, that seems like it has a vibe of something else. Anyway, today's new word Wednesday is pontificate. Or as the man says... Pontificate. Pontificate.
2: Pontificate. I've definitely heard this before. I knew it. Um, Is it kind of like... um, I, I, I can't describe it It's almost like Oh look at him there He's pontificating He's like It's almost like Are you kind of like Showing off Or like lecturing somebody Or like oh, Am I close? Yeah you're yeah, very warm It's kind of Your
1: upper lip is sweating Or that warm Yeah
2: I'm very sweaty I can't
1: <laughs> not, not actually don't worry I, You no just
3: I, wiped your <laughs> upper lip
2: <laughs> I do get sweaty lips sometimes
1: in the I, middle of summer you have uh, sweat patches on your green jumper there no, as well no I
2: don't I'm not that sweaty yeah it's, it's I can't find the actual words but it's almost like you're kind of lecturing or you're trying to be like um, you're trying to almost act as if you're like an expert in a certain field
1: you're pretty much yeah, spot on. Yeah. You're, you're 90% there. Yeah,
2: I can't think of the correct word, but that's kind of what it means.
1: Yeah, my clue is going to be, I think I often unknowingly pontificate.
2: So is it kind of like you're almost like showing
1: off? Uh, kind of. No, you're you're, I, do, yeah. you're doing that, but not showing off. Okay, so the definition of pontificate is to speak or write and give your opinion about something as if you know everything about it and your opinion only is correct.
2: Yeah. So it's yeah. like
1: you're being a know-it-all, basically.
2: Being a know-it-all. That, that's it. Yeah. Being a know-it-all. Being a know-it-all, is yeah. If you
1: are pontificating.
2: Yeah, I've definitely heard that before. That you know? is a good one. That is a really good one. It's one that I, again, would kind of know, but don't use
1: it enough. Yeah, you should. Yeah. So, so next time you're in a situation and there's always a know-it-all situation or a know-it-all in your group, you can be like, Seamus... Will you stop pontificate pontificating? You do it every day.
2: Yeah, and he'd be like, sorry. sorry. It's such a shameless thing such to do. Such a
1: shameless thing to yeah, do. there's always one. When I read Pontificate, it kind of reminded me for some reason of the Pope. Ponti yeah. what, What's the story of the Pope and Ponty... Ponti- <laughs>
3: <laughs> po- What's that? Um,
1: pont the Pontius? They, don't they call them Mon- Monty P- Pontinus? <laughs> What's the story, of Pope? The the Ponty one or pa- something? <laughs> Sounds like you're saying something else. I have no idea. Pont
2: Pontiac. Pont. Does it come from like, it, like? Does Pont?
1: Pontus Pontus is that it? Okay, Pontus. <laughs> Pontus.
2: Does it does it mean like is the Pope like the head of the because he's like the head of the church? Is he, like, the highest? Like, does he... Is he, like, the church's... Why is the
1: Pope called Pontifex? Pontifex has apparently a word in common currency in early Christianity to to denote a bishop. Okay. Or maybe it's because the Pope is a know-it-all. Perhaps. Shots fired.
0: Yeah. The ZooCast. With Jazz and Laura.
2: I am a little bit nervous, but I'm actually not. I don't know what it is. As You're the not. weeks go on, I get a bit more giddy than nervous, do you know? Obviously I don't wanna give a wrong guess or anything, but I just think there's it's a lot there's a lot of fun to be have here in Mystery Guest, nothing to be scared about.
1: A lot of fun to be have.
2: A lot of fun to be had here on Mystery Guest.
1: No and I know that and yeah I, I kind of agree with you but a thing that we kind of realised a couple of weeks ago is that we've been doing Mystery Guest now for a good few months Yeah, and neither of us has ever gotten it wrong I know
2: but That's so why there is a little almost, bit of pressure no, it's yeah.
1: whoever's the first to fall is fired no <laughs> no <laughs> but it's, it, it's, gonna, it's turning into more of a pride thing between you and I I think now. it
2: is yeah okay I'm really excited okay if you're
1: just joining us if you've never heard Mystery Guest before Laura does not know who's on the phone who's about to join us I have booked the Mystery guest to come on. It's Laura's job along with you listening to guess who it is. And if you'd like to help, Laura, 077111038 Yeah, I love help. Please. Ready to go.
2: I'm ready to go. Right, take it away. Hello, mystery guest. Welcome to the Zoo Crew. Hey,
1: hello, Laura.
2: Hello. Oh God, I don't know, I don't recognise that Howie at all
1: Okay, so what happens now <laughs> is Laura is going to have 60 seconds to ask Mystery Guest as many yes-no questions as she can in okay. that time to help get a picture of who it is Laura, are you ready? I'm always ready Here we go Are you good, Mystery
2: Guest? How are you? Good, yeah? I'm good, yeah Okay, Mystery Guest, do you have a podcast? Yeah Yes, are you on TV? Um, no okay are you a comedian I of okay Uh, do you have over 10,000 followers on Instagram I do yeah okay do you have a blue tick on Instagram yeah okay Um, do you upload weekly to Instagram
4: Uh, daily
2: Daily, have we met in person before? We have, yeah. We have, okay. Have we met in our building where spin is? Hey,
0: uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> There you go Okay Okay Now what happens is Laura is going to have Or sorry Mystery Guest Is going to give uh, Three pieces of information To Laura To help her along uh, These can be as detailed Or as cryptic As Mystery Guest likes Mystery Guest Take it away Red is your favourite colour
2: Okay
4: I love pizza Okay I'm Catholic.
2: <laughs> 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 okay. Wow. Very, very vague pieces of information, Mystery Guest. But I like your style. You're making me work for it. You're not giving anything away too quick. Oh yeah <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay so uh,
1: now Laura has some thinking time and it's your chance to ask mystery guest a couple of questions if you think you know who it is or you'd like to ask a question on behalf of Laura to help mystery or to help Laura figure out who it is uh, mystery guest are you okay to stick with us for a couple of songs and we'll come back on, cool, yeah Amazing. Okay, 087-711-1038 if you have any guesses or questions. Now's your chance. More mystery guess in five minutes after Mabel on spin.
0: The ZooCast. With Jazz and Laura. Here's a Woo!
1: The mystery guest. Who is this person?
2: Who is it indeed? We are in the middle of Mystery Guest. If you're just joining us, there is a Mystery Guest live on the phone with Jazz and I on the Zoo crew. Jazz has been in charge of inviting this person on the show. I am trying to figure out who is on the phone.
1: Mystery Guest, you are still with us. Oh, you Jazz. here you Laura. Okay, know. so before we reveal, Laura, do you want to do a recap of what you've learned so far? Because okay. if you're just joining us five minutes ago, we got to 60 seconds of yes, no questions and some uh, pieces of information from Mystery Guest.
2: Okay, so I've learned that our Mystery Guest has a podcast, isn't really on TV. Bit of a comedian, over 10,000 followers on Instagram and they have a blue tick. Um I've also been informed when I asked them that I have in fact met this mystery guest before in person in spin (laughs) so um, I'm still a little bit confused they also told me that their favourite colour is red they love pizza and that they're Catholic
1: (laughs) So it's the Pope
2: (laughs) I knew it Um, I have to say uh, so Jazz and I haven't gotten a mystery guest wrong thus far but every person who I think it may have been upon my fact checking it's not
1: fact checking (laughs)
2: So, yeah, I'm going to need a little bit of help, I think, for this one.
1: And help is on the way. Someone has texted in and mystery guest you can confirm or deny. Are you Darren Conway? Nah. Nah. So we had Darren Conway on as a mystery guest before. We had the Dazzler fella on uh, a few weeks ago. We did. We did. Uh, Let's go to the phones. Abby, how are you? Hi, how are you? We're pretty good. You're playing along mystery guest. Yeah. All right. Now this this is hopefully going to help Laura in her guess. So, do you yeah. have a guess that you think mystery guest is?
3: Yeah. Uh, Terrence Power from Bollocks Podcast. Say that again. Terrence Power.
1: Terrence Power from the Talking Bollocks Podcast mystery guest. Yeah. Terrence, uh, uh. Say again. <laughs> is that a yes? No Okay Abby It's not tearing some talking bollocks Oh no way uh, Good Do you know what Very Great good guest That was one
2: of the people That did cross my mind And they're in here yeah,
1: They record their podcast From in here like as well him, yeah. Yeah. Sounds very like them Very like them yeah. Cheers for your guest Abby Take it easy thanks very much you there alright Laura does that oh, help your quest it doesn't it really
2: doesn't I really feel like damn it, this could be the week when I don't get the mystery guest I'm trying really closely to like listen to your voice but it's it's hard to make out the voice do you know okay. normally I'm quite good at guessing from the voice
1: we like to call this time squeaky bum time and Laura your bum is squeaky
2: mm. I know this is wrong but I'm going to guess. Is it Terrence Powers' other half,
3: Calvin O'Brien? <laughs> <laughs> no! Hang on. Oh my God! Hang Stop on. That is, this a, if, is that a serious guess? If, no. Is, is, that ser- is that a serious guess? Is that a serious guess? Yeah.
1: You're joking. No. Why, what? Are you actually joking? Are you serious?
2: Martin No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? I swear to God. Are you joking? What? <laughs> That's Marty. I know. It's Mar- Is this Marty putting on a voice? He's
5: barely even putting on a voice. Well, you can tell that was me. I was doing a terrible job. Are you that. joking? I like, I,
2: I, oh,
1: my oh God. My, no. Marty, no. we did
5: it. I did not
1: do it. I lured I don't know. Yeah. This
2: is the laziest mystery
1: guest of all time. <laughs> yeah, but also, is it the, isn't it the best if you didn't get it? Are well, you, are you joking? You, know, you, know? you knew that was Marty. No. He was being put on the worst f- guest, like fake voice <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. No, didn't get
5: it. You're joking. But, uh,
1: didn't get
2: it.
5: Shouts to the caller who thought I was Terrence, who has the thickest North Dublin accent. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well done. You oh feel me? No, Mart- Laura,
1: come on now. No, no, no. We're, we're all friends here. I don't yeah, believe you. that you didn't know that was Marty.
2: I didn't know it was Marty. I, I thought across I crossed my mind that it, that it was someone putting on an accent, but I didn't think you'd actually choose Martin Guilfoyle as a bloody mystery <laughs>
3: guest. <laughs> oh, what? Why am I
5: Oh, you actually no you, you don't you, you did not no, I can't
1: believe I it. don't believe that you're that you got it wrong for some reason <laughs> I got it wrong what do you want me to say <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not even joking A thought it did cross my mind I was like this this accent is a bit flaky but like the line was really bad and also I didn't so think So I, ha- I have
5: my nose
3: like this <laughs>
2: yeah and I didn't think that you'd choose someone that like hello that hello bloody hello works that. here next week we're gonna have Tara Waltz as the mystery guest <laughs> just a
1: heads up okay look well Marley is a legit mystery guest we don't get to talk about him and his projects often Marty are you okay to stick with us for a few minutes and we can have a proper chat <laughs> <for the catch-up? laughs> yeah. go on our mystery guest <laughs> unsuccessfully <laughs> guest by Laura Marty Guilfoyle full chats about him and everything is about <laughs> in five minutes after Ava Max on The
0: ZooCast with Jazz and Laura
1: in, you're on Zoo Crew Jazz and Laura <laughs> the most controversial (gasps) mystery guest
2: I'm so angry that has ever
1: happened okay so first of all if you're just joining the show and you've never heard mystery guest before it's this time on a Thursday night Laura and I take it in turns to book a mystery guest of you know either like a a celebrity or someone (laughs) who's on social media someone who's well known the other person has to guess who it is by some yes no questions and some very cryptic clues from the guest neither of us has has ever gotten it wrong in the three or four months that we've been doing this so it's almost like a battle of pride now Yeah. and, and I, and take it away, Laura. The I'm, microphone's making yeah. some noise. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh. I'm absolutely yeah, raging yeah. right now at myself because, our, well, I'm not raging because our lovely mystery guest is here. Yeah, and I'm disappointed. Guest, it's okay. I'm not like, disappointed. There's imagine a lot expecting of
5: a guest and I walk into the studio like that. <laughs> <laughs> our
1: mystery guest
2: is,
5: of course, Marty Guilfoyle. Can we say hello to Julianne as well, who got it right? Yeah. Yeah. My Julie.
1: Um, unsuccessfully guessed By Laura uh, Yeah, I'm, re-
2: I'm really As I said, As we're playing for pride At the moment I did not want to be The first person To incorrectly guess A mystery guest I pride myself In being really quick And knowing who's On the phone You're right usually
1: great At guessing and working it out In and fairness And this
2: one Really threw me Because Marty Guilfoyle Was putting on an accent The shittest sh-
1: yeah, accent no, I've ever shocking.
5: heard I was uh, So when you asked me When you asked me Have I met you in spin before I was like Oh crap yeah, I've done yeah. a horrific job I I
1: thought during the the first 60 seconds, you're like, do you have over, whatever, 10,000 followers? Do you have a blue tick? Have I met you in this building? Have I met you in this building? I was like, she's taking off
5: everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, you're being sure here. and that's that's why I said kind of a comedian because like, I'm not an actual comedian. I think you're
2: pretty funny. I would say you're a comedian. (laughs) 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 Laura's
5: fuming, right? Um, Laura (laughs) is fuming.
2: Because one of the thoughts that did cross my mind was, I did know, right, the phone line was a little bit ropey, but so was the accent, right? And I was like, this is obviously someone that I don't know very well but I've met once before. So who am I to say that that isn't their accent? Because I know one in my head, right? And then a part of me thought, this sounds like Marty Gilfell putting on a bloody accent. But I literally said, Nah, Jazz would never do that. So
5: this is this, this is. That's so I, why I'm
2: fuming. I'm
5: getting to witness this as, from the outside. So try picture this, everybody. So Laura is fuming at Jazz for being lazy. I totally get that, and you know what? She's probably right.
2: We need. We need to, I know that if I invited someone that works in Spain as a mystery guest, I'd never hear the end. There of was it.
5: an actual celebrity lined, lined up to be the guest, me. and there was. They cancelled on Jazz last okay. minute. Okay. Yeah. So 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 Laura, this is why <laughs> Jazz asked me pretty late in the day, and I even said I was like, "There's no way Marty. this is gonna work." Well, I asked Marty before you got in today
1: at half four. Oh, sorry. I, was oh, half for you. Yeah. I don't know what time it is. So, I'm but up but also, <laughs> uh, you and I, Laura, have joked about, oh, do you know, there's going to be some days where we have crossover, we try and book each other's yeah. guests. <laughs> people pull out, and people pull out all the time. We <laughs> <They> do. <laughs> yeah. All the time. <laughs> I mean, Too you often. Should. <laughs> And should. But then also, we also said, oh, do you know, it would actually be funny to get someone from spin because, you know, you wouldn't think of it. But also,
3: so it's not like. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not, not trying like a worm no, no, hang so like. Hang on. So what's
2: happening here, like, guys, from I think to describe this is.
5: Laura is angry at Jazz, and Jazz is trying to Jazz. Jazz is frightened.
2: <laughs> I'm not for, angry. No, was, no,
5: no, I'm just no, 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 no. You're allowed, I, and Jazz is scared of you right now.
1: And Jazz, jazz is, is
2: never scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
1: be real. I would. Li- I'd like to say if we got in, uh, what do they say, uh, uh, an umpire or an adjudicator to say, was there a foul committed? I'd say a judge would say, no foul oh yeah I'm interested the only no.
2: thing fell was your terrible accent That yeah, it was so bad Laura I mean, like, an come interesting on. <laughs> an interesting
1: point was you said oh I don't know was it an impersonator trying to be martyr or something else No, that would be yeah. a fail a, a, a foul because you know then it it actually isn't a person yeah. saying oh yeah it is me but it's not so I, that I think is out of bounds I'm not you, angry you out and out got it wrong I I got, that's, me, what I I saying, that's why, why I'm saying that's why I'm really
2: annoyed time. and also do you know what I got a bit scared because it all happened so fast like <laughs> my past week my whole life has been surprises right one surprise after another thanks to my boyfriend right planning things for my birthday amazing but when you came bursting through the door I was like th- I was like it's not you there's
1: definitely somebody out there yeah, I thought yeah, there Laura, was more to during come. the whole
5: song Laura thought they were going to bring somebody else in yeah they said you got
1: Marty tinfoil and you guess. Are Ter- you a Calvin? guess Calvin, I guess from, Calvin. Talkin- from the Talking Bollocks podcast. We had Abby who guessed Terence in the Talking Bollocks <laughs> yeah. podcast. You were a guest on Talking Bollocks today, today. yeah. And, and the lads record their podcast from this building, That's so why I thought I met them. All the him. clues added up. I mean, I know like, we, we the know. picked the, the right time to do it, jazz.
5: We, we picked the right time to do it, Laura. I want to. I want to say I'm deeply sorry.
1: Don't be
2: sorry. I' I'm, no, no, I'm, no. Delighted I, you're the mystery I'm used guest. to
1: walking in on a woman and being a disappointment, so <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> I'm just more annoyed yeah, at s- myself for not guessing.
1: Walking in when someone else pulls out and saving the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want Are to apologise. To absolutely nobody,
2: Marty. Let me just put on record. I'm delighted to see you. I'm, d- hey. I'm just a bit well, you, shook.
1: See me, you see me every day of the week. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, back to the program here. This is Mystery Guest, there's no tomfoolery happening. Marty Guilfoyle, thank you for being here. Hey. How have you been and what's hey, going on? Yeah, I'm here in half an hour as always. Yeah, but but now you're not just talking about 10 minutes in <laughs> a row. Talk I'll to us about this. you. Later. You, hey. you are our guest, so t- tell us about you. How are you getting on? What have you been working
5: on? I'm good. I'm actually really good. This is great. I love when I love when you guys invite me on to be onto the show. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. um, but this is this
1: is actually about you.
5: Cause yeah. you are the mystery guest. Yeah, everything's good. Um, my my wanna get down is getting re released next Friday, so yeah. I'm gonna take the time to plug this right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Finished off the VIP remix. That's due out in a few weeks as well. Ooh. And I've been working with some nice people.
1: Yeah, so you've been busy. <laughs> not me. I wasn't. Busy, I wasn't a busy man last year. <laughs> I weren't a busy man last year. Yeah, yeah. What, what is that age? It's, yeah, I weren't a busy man last year. Yeah, I'm, a a, I'm, man a man. I'm a busy man. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a busy man. A busy man. So want to get down? Came out a little while ago, but it's getting re-released. Released yeah. So amazing. I and mean, I mean, if you want to play
5: it, it's fine. Like, oh, we're gonna play. It. I love it's, to it's, play it. it's, I actually feel sorry for people listening to this being because like they're like, oh, this smarty fella, like he's just not going away, is he? Like, yeah, yeah We
2: I want you to go away though.
5: I know but I'm back in half an hour everyone and I'm probably going to play wanting to down again. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so- Marty I can't wait to see here you're going to pretend to be next week. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Very good I love uh, that
1: Before we go Tell us one fact about you That people might not know I am Catholic You
3: are
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've said your cool is red And you love pizza
5: No that's all
1: true Like Jazz, so You told facts. me to
5: be super vague And then I forgot I didn't up with two The Catholic one was on the spot I was like Oh god I need a third So yeah Oh god Well oh, Marty Gils- Marty, Gils- well, Marty
2: it's always a pleasure Thank, Thank you, for you me so, so
5: much i uh, see you at the end of your show Actually in 29 <laughs> minutes right. oh, I'll put that
1: back in there now Alright Hey. And Laura is feeling Human. do I forgive my me. Guys, I forgive you. Okay. The Zoocast with Jazz
0: and Laura.
2: Right now though, we want to hear the stories, the times when your pet has eaten or destroyed something. Get it into us on WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note 087 711 1038. This just reminds me when I was in college, a girl that was in my course um, was due to get married in a couple of months and she got home one Pretty day. Young. Uh, mature student. Oh, okay, fair. She was due to get uh, married in a couple of months. Anyway, she came home one day from college, and her puppy had chewed one of her wedding shoes.
1: Oh no! One
2: of her wedding shoes that she couldn't replace because she got them custom made in Italy.
1: Oh <laughs> Jesus! Yeah. What would happen then, Like Is that, is that sort of stuff insured?
2: I've no in idea. Shoes? I would just be getting married in flip flops after that. Oh, <laughs> I think I could God. fork How out much again. What
1: would the wedding shoes
2: be? I didn't like to ask.
1: But how much would you think? Oh, I, have like no, I have no idea. Like any,
2: any price, like, depends. 50 quid? Uh, probably a few hundred, maybe. So that's what I'm
1: asking. Like, it's a few uh, hundred it, quid. It
2: depends on whether the designer or whether you get them custom made, where you get them made. Mad. Do you know? Craziness. Jesus. Absolutely what? sickened. Uh, another person says, once my dog ate a full mince pie with the tin as well, we never saw it come out.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, my Corgi Coco was only a pup and my nanny left out four slices of barn brack on her small coffee table in the sitting room. She went into the kitchen to get cups of tea when she came back Coco had jumped up and eaten all four slices of barnbrack now she has a sweet tooth
2: oh no sweet Eekie. tooth I love that just don't
1: be leaving foodstuffs on small tables when there's animals afoot
2: or on your hob where you think it's safe when your five foot dog can stand up and eat it yeah
1: it's all about being relative like five, like a countertop <laughs> in a kitchen is not that big when your dog is five foot on his hind legs yeah
2: it sounds like, it sounds like zinc needs to move out
1: yeah, he needs to go off to college and learn a few things. <laughs> Start a family. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, sorry. Hey, uh, Kieran, welcome to the show. How are you? you you doing. Uh, tell us the dog. What happened? What's going on? Oh,
4: this, I was, I was good. I was good a few years ago. Now I was originally from Donnybrook, uh, right beside Harbour Park, and um, oh, my father at the time had a 28 foot caravan hoisted over the back wall. Basically, it was being used for uh, other members of the family. <laughs> okay, but um. We, I got this dog, it was a red setter. I had him from a pup. And uh, we had him out the back for a long time, no problems at all. And he eventually got so big we couldn't keep him in the house. So we actually let him stay in the caravan. (laughs) So basically that was, you know...
1: So he shifted out one of the family members and let the dog in instead. <laughs> yeah, well the family members had moved out of this age,
4: thank God. But um eventually he just started eating his way through the caravan. What? And, yeah, completely. Um that this is not a joke, this is actually really a true story. He de- he actually devoured basically I'd say a good eighty to ninety percent of the caravan. Like like when we when we got, when we got rid of it, actually he helped us out because we hadn't any way of getting it back over the wall. <laughs> but then uh, <laughs> By the, by the time we got rid of it, there was basically just the undercarriage left and the wheels, and that was it. The yeah, dog, the, the dog, the dog whole just, thing. just ate. A caravan. He just the whole, he a, a caravan? Yeah, a 28-foot caravan, yeah. It was basically just thrown out in pieces. I mean, I mean, small pieces. But he car- actually ate the
2: whole caravan. How long did it take your dog to eat the caravan? Was this, like, overnight?
4: Oh, oh God, no, it wasn't overnight. <laughs> the <of> a <laughs> it was
2: overnight.
4: 28-foot caravan. No, I don't think so. I think I told it took, it probably took him about a year, less, just less than a year. I'm that just, is I'm just
1: bananas! Amazed that a dog can eat a caravan.
4: Yeah, like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, he was looking at all the wooden cabinets inside the bed what and the, the hell? whole lot. Everything, everything was the only he couldn't eat was the metal.
2: And at no and at no point did you kind of go, oh, maybe we should move our dog out of the caravan because he keeps eating it. There
4: wasn't much point at that stage; he destroyed it so bad. Like, I mean, we were actually think we, we were hoping to get rid of it at some stage. The dog but in the, the caravan. It, people who <laughs> enjoying themselves so much. My mother just said, "Look, let him
2: at it, you know." <laughs> oh my God, that, that is mad. the craziest story I think I've ever heard. Oh my God, I <laughs> can't
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a true story, yeah. Karen, thanks for sharing. Thanks will. for coming on. Yeah, no
2: problem. Wow, can you top that? If you can, get it into us. 087-711-1038. I don't
1: know if we're going to find a better story if a dog has eaten something more than a car, If your dog has ever eaten a cruise liner, let that, us know. That is mad. I'm uh, in shock. 087-711-1038. What has your pet eaten or destroyed? If you can top a caravan, by all means, let us know. JC Stewart oh. on Spin.
0: The ZooCast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz is jump for joy
1: Jazz is jump for joy <laughs>
0: in
3: aid of the Down
1: Syndrome Centre. Yes, Yes, indeed. We are
2: getting closer and closer to the time when Jazz will go up in a plane and jump out with a parachute on his back.
1: What goes up must come down, as they say. Absolutely,
2: 100%.
1: Will I be coming down with a parachute or will I just be hurling towards the ground? Please God, with a parachute. We'll
2: find out on the day, won't
1: we? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) What's happening next month, Jazz the Jump for Joy, we are raising funds for the Down Syndrome Centre, a fantastic charity and like for the past couple of weeks we've been saying you know, they provide a range of workshops and therapies for young people with Down syndrome and support networks for their families mm. which they do and it's fantastic. Yeah. But today today was so special and so amazing because they invited you and I Laura yeah. out to visit the center. We went out to the Down syndrome centre this morning and oh my God, it was absolutely incredible. It was
2: such an amazing morning and it was so great to just see firsthand all of the incredible work that they are doing up in the Down Syndrome Center. Um, you know, just showing You know, how much it means to the kids who go there every single day, how much it means to the parents and the families and just like an overwhelming sense of community like the second we yeah. walked in the door we felt so welcome yeah. and you know we, we we had we had quite a, an unsurprising uh, or what's, what's the word a surprise performance yeah um, yeah it was so great
1: all this week they're, they're running well, and all, all year round they, they do run these workshops and therapies and everything for young people with Down Syndrome today was a teenage workshop Yeah. so there was a there was a crew of about I think like 7 or 8 of uh, the kids in and we kind of walked in mid Zumba class yeah but then then uh, transpired into a karaoke session <laughs> which was and, so much fun and the therapists and staff that were there were so lovely and friendly and welcoming yeah. but to be honest and, and the, the a part, of, part of the day was, was the guys kind of showing us around but as soon as we went in the kids that were there were like oh my god come on in come on in here they sang us songs we got live performances from uh, Hazel and Ava they were singing Dermot Kennedy for us yeah it was amazing Um, and like literally five minutes in the door and we were being serenaded by the kids Uh, then we had Ava showing us how to use the gym facilities it was it was honestly so so gorgeous it
2: was so so incredible and it got me just really excited Jazz for you to do to do the jump because it makes us realise now how like extra important important this is like you know like they are non-government funded all of the money that you are going to be raising on the day when you do your jump is all going to go towards them it's for an amazing cause Mm. and it was just it it was incredible I didn't want to leave it was honestly just the greatest morning
1: it really was Uh, we were recording video as well so the video of our tour and of the facilities is going to be out on our social next week and you can see it for yourself because honestly It was a. It was another level of it for us. Actually going out there, meeting the people, meeting the kids, seeing the facilities, and the the facilities. The centre itself, like you walk in and you go into the atrium, and it's it's jungle themed. There is uh, paintings on the walls. There is a lovely family room that's very just comforting. Yeah, the gym.
2: The gym was incredible.
1: Ball pit, swings, ramps, and skateboards. Yeah, it it, it is honestly trampolines.
2: Trampolines. (laughs) It is honestly just
1: such an amazing place. Yeah, and the. The overwhelming feeling of pride and family and positivity that we felt as soon as we walked in was, was like, it was kind of like overwhelming a little bit, like in a positive way. Absolutely. And it really made us see firsthand what we are raising money for. Like it's, it's, it's really hard to to transfer all this information into words and we're trying to do the best we can Yeah. but honestly I feel like it was a different level for us actually seeing it today being there and being in the centre
2: yeah there was there was no feeling like it I mean like as you said like we're doing our best like I was like taking notes but like we have to mention this we have know, to mention yeah. this but we did we, we will have a video uh, yeah. early next week as well for you to check out on our socials but yeah, yeah it was just it was just so so amazing and uh, yeah I just it's, it's it's really incredible
1: and a whole other part of it was actually seeing the staff and therapists that worked there the whole crew Andrew, Madeline, Hella. There's, there's so many of them there, and they devote their time and effort and energy and lives into, you know, making this place be really special for the families yeah. and for uh, the young people who go there and who, who are spending so much of their lives there, and they're having the best time ever. And, you know, it's not like for them, it's, it isn't a normal job. Like it's, it's very much a vocation rather it than is. a job. Like you, they're, they're just there to help people, to help families. They're doing an incredible job. They plan to expand. They're constantly adding new uh, facilities and systems. It's, it's a loss for words trying to. Get get it into words. How amazing it was! The video will be on social next week, mm. so it it's, it really just hit different today. Actually seeing the center totally. So if you if you can spare
2: something as small as a euro or the price of a coffee, whatever that may be, if you can donate uh, for to Jazz's Jump for Joy, we'd greatly appreciate it. Yeah, for the Down syndrome center, they totally deserve it. And they really do. Yeah, and
1: and again, like the money. Obviously, we saw the sensory room. Like if if some of the kids need to just you know take a minute, chill out. Yeah. It's dark room full of amazing lights and there's a projector bean bags just nice fabrics like you don't see this room that, that costs so much money so like much. you said they get no money from the government it's all donation based and they've built they have built an amazing centre and all this stuff costs a lot of money all the, all the g- games and just everything that goes into it is custom built costs so much money and that's what we're trying to raise money to do so, yeah, as Laura said, if you, can, if you can spare three or four euro, the price of a coffee, absolutely anything. And um, if you want to, if you want to, we'll send you a direct link. If you want to donate now, text donate to 087 711 and we'll send you on the link on WhatsApp or um, on the spin website. Just type in forward slash jump, it'll take you there. And here are those details. If you can donate absolutely anything, it's going to an amazing cause.
3: Jazz's Jump for Joy.
1: Jazz's
0: Jump for Joy.
3: In aid of the Down Syndrome Centre
0: Head to spin1038.com jump to donate. The ZooCast with Jazz and Laura Jazz's Jump for Joy Jazz's Jump for Joy Woo-hoo! In aid of the Down Syndrome Centre
1: Yes indeed Jazz's Jump for Joy is on We're a couple of weeks out now We are raising funds for the Down Syndrome Centre fantastic charity Laura and I got to see the centre yesterday to meet some of the kids that were there doing a workshop they gave us a song a dance a show they showed us around um, and it's just a magical place they do outstanding things for young people with Down Syndrome Supports for their families and everyone in the centre therapists and staff and kids included they're all just such a family so united it's so positive and uh, I'm just so happy that we are able to make an impact with this whole skydive
2: Absolutely and it was so great to go up there yesterday and just see the centre in action and it really just kind of Hit home It really hit home like how how far the donations will go Mm. you know they talked us through like you know the cost of everything and how things are you know tailor made for the centre and which is why it costs so much money
1: One of the most expensive things in there is the sensory room which is basically like a a chill out zone that anyone can go into at any time, you know, if things get a little bit overwhelming or too much or people just need to, you know, just chill out for a couple of minutes and you can put on really dimmed lights, there's lots of like comfy bean bags, there's a projector there's lots of different fabrics on the walls that can be uh, very helpful in terms of soothing the mind and, you know there's a, a cool kind of like, it's like a Almost like a fish tank That bubbles with no fish in it yeah. And it's just You know it's, it's really easy on the eye And that room Costs something like 70 grand To, to build So that's mm. That's exactly What we're raising money for when we are doing this jump the Absolutely. donation page uh, is live and what we're doing tonight is everyone who donates a minimum of a fiver tonight on the show it's going to go into a draw to win a cosy crew jumper one of our exclusive show merch uh, bits here in the show so if you would like to donate text the word donate on whatsapp now to us 087 and we will Send you back the donation link. You can click it and donate there. And uh, if you want to be into the draw, send us a screenshot of your donation and we'll stick you in. And hopefully, you can win yourself um, a Cozy Crew Jumper while uh, adding to the donations.
2: Absolutely. And it's a perfect day for a Cozy Crew Jumper. Get yeah. those donations in. The heat wave is gone. It's chilly. You well, need a Cozy Crew well Jumper. Needed.
1: Now, something that we need to address.
2: Here we go. I kind of expected this.
1: So uh, (laughs) if you were listening to Fully Charged earlier on, you might have heard this because Laura slipped it in there. So (laughs) would you like to take it away?
2: Okay. So basically, I was put in charge of booking um, the jump for jazz.
1: Yeah, the logistics and liaising with with, with the place where we're doing the jump and actually solidifying it and doing, doing that kind of admin while yeah. I'm looking after the fundraising.
2: Yeah, so you kind of said, like, look, I want to do it kind of like early August, maybe the first or the second week. I was like, Grant, so I went online and see when there was availability. So I booked you in for the second Friday in August. And then I realised it's the 13th of August. It's a Friday, the 13th. can't change it so you're jumping out of a plane on Friday the 13th enjoy
1: You booked the bloody jump I know. for Friday the 13th. I know. I'm sorry. What the hell, lady?
2: I know. I know. It just it just happened. I was very eager to just get you booked in. I thought a Friday would be a good day. You know, we could have like, you know, a nice a nice, a nice nice week ahead of time to kind of get you pumped for it, you know? But did you not
1: see that it was Friday the 13th when you were like selecting the date or whatever you were I doing? I saw it
2: was a Friday. I saw the 13th. I didn't put the two and two together. So
1: you're saying you didn't do it on purpose?
2: I didn't do it on purpose. I like, crossed my heart. I promise. Believe what you want to believe, but I did not do it on purpose. Um, but yeah, so you're going to be jumping out of a plane. I hope you're not superstitious.
1: I don't even know if I am superstitious or not, like.
2: <laughs> you just don't want to, you know, jump out of a plane on that date.
1: And now I have to.
2: You have to, yeah.
1: There's no two ways about it. There's now. no two
2: ways about it. I, I, I won't be able to if, change it for you. this was
1: you and I did this on you, <laughs> I would not be here in the end of it.
2: <laughs> I know. I know. But look, these things happen. Mistakes happen. Let's just hope there's, Let's mo- just hope there's mo- no mistakes, mistakes with the parachute. In the
1: bloody Parachute. <laughs>
2: OK, be fine. Uh,
1: and I'm just looking at the, ca- crack. the calendar here. Friday the 13th is two weeks today.
2: It is two weeks today. Exactly. Yeah. Two, so that's this time, two weeks, you'll have already done it and you'll be grand. Friday
1: the 13th. Don't even come around that often. There's like one or two a year I and mean, you just so happy. to am book I my bloody to... parachute jump on the one Friday the 13th this half of the year.
2: Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, it's a, it's a special talent, really, isn't it? What I've just done there. You kind of have to be impressed.
1: Oh yeah Because you know Nothing's going to happen to you I'll be there At the bottom I'll be cheering you on Yeah you better be Standing there with open arms Because my parachute now Is probably likely not to open Ah stop
2: that What do you mean stop that That's what you've gone and done The plan is I'll catch you And then we can do like The dirty dancing style pose Do the dirty (laughs) (laughs) No do the dirty dancing You know when he
1: holds baby up
2: Yeah That'll be you I'll hold you up. Good luck to you, baby. Meal. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Friday the 13th, okay. Jazz is jumping out of a plane. That is
1: two weeks today. We are raising funds for the Down Syndrome Centre, which are such a worthy charity. They do outstanding work. We're going to have some really cool videos, by the way, dropping mm-hmm. next week from our, vid- our visit to the Down Syndrome Centre yesterday. And a lot more planned for next week too. If you would like to donate, the link is in the Spin Instagram bio. It's in my Instagram bio. If you'd like us to send you the link right now, Text the word donate to 087-711-1038. We'll send you the link straight back to your phone and WhatsApp. You can click it there and donate. And if you donate tonight, a minimum of fiver. Send us a screenshot of your donation and we'll put you in the draw to win yourself a cosy crew jumper. Uh, And thank you for all the donations if you have donated so far. You're planning on it, even five, six, seven euro—the price of a coffee, whatever you can afford, would be going such a long way, and we saw that first hand yesterday. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited
3: for you too.
1: And here's all the donation details again, if you missed it.
3: Jazz's
0: jump for joy. Jazz's jump for joy.
3: In aid of the Down Syndrome Center.
0: Head to spin1038.com/jump to donate. Uh, the ZooCast. with Jazz and Laura. Flush or float.
2: Oh yes, the part of the show on a Friday where Jazz and I discuss three topics and we decide where we sit on them, whether we want to flush them or whether we want to float them. Imagine
1: sitting on something and actually flushing it down the toilet.
2: I mean depending on what that is, it could be very difficult or very easy.
1: Jeez, I think I found what is my favorite TikTok account of all time today. Oh what is it? It's, I think his name is the, the treadmill guy and he puts different things on treadmills that have wheels and races them, so little race cars and stuff. Then also oh, just I've like a kind of seven up for is a can of coke rolling on the treadmill i was hours, laughing all day long
2: hours of TikTok fun to be had
1: it was great okay we can't uh, have differing opinions here in flush or float three seconds to decide topic number one carrying an umbrella float
2: float for convenience purposes i hate though when you know when when you use the when you use the umbrella it gets wet and they need to carry it around wet oh I yeah i hate
1: that we don't really have to carry it around wet like
2: well, you do if you... If you give it a up good training. old
1: shake. One of my favourite things about using an umbrella is that shake you give it outside the door when you're standing inside a building but your umbrella is out the door and you're like... Whoa. "Yeah, you know, That's yeah. fun. It is quite Umbrellas fun. Umbrellas are actually... Game changing. I
2: will float them all day long. I wish I wish I gave umbrellas more time when I was growing up. Me too.
1: Yeah. I kind of thought it was uncool to carry an umbrella when I was younger. Hence why I didn't. I was like, oh, it's more cool to just put your hood up and get soaked.
2: If learnt, what was I thinking? If you've learned one thing on the Zoo Crew tonight, it's that umbrellas are cool, kids.
1: Umbrellas are cool, kids. Umbrellas
2: are cool. <laughs> 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 Topic number two leaving the tea bag in. Float. Well, how long? What do you mean? I mean, like making a cup of tea. So you know, like when you make a, a cup of tea, put the tea bag in, then the water. You Usually, take yeah, out yeah. the tea bag before the milk. I mean, leave it in. Put the milk in. Leave it into your friend
1: and start drinking and it. and drink it. Yeah, no, flush. Yeah, like it too strong. What? Yeah, too strong. Gets in the way, choking the tea bag, and you die.
2: <laughs> bit extreme. Bit well, extreme. it can happen. Just stop eating tea bags. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. I know. But I feel I, no. like I feel like the like the regular tea that we drink with milk, like the breakfast tea, as they call. It. Yeah, like that's. I think that's the only tea that we take the tea bag out of. Like, cause if you're drinking peppermint tea or chamomile tea, don't do that. Green tea,
1: disgusting. You
2: leave. You leave the tea bag in. That's because they
1: are inherently weak. Well, maybe you I'm... put ten of those in the one cup, and you'd be like, ah, hot water.
2: Not necessarily. Nah
1: Yes, serily
2: Not serily
1: <laughs> Yes, so serily We have to agree <laughs> Ah, fair enough if you want it Strong yeah. Just not for me personally But that's okay I'm entitled to my opinion You're entitled to yours
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what makes this show
2: Yeah <laughs> Topic <laughs> <Can of> number Where <laughs> you you going? I heard today someone say Opinions are like bums We all have one Yeah and I was like that's brilliant isn't it we all have
1: one and sometimes someone doesn't like someone else's yeah and don't lick someone else's if you don't know
2: (laughs) them that's exactly how the saying goes
1: and sometimes some people's are hairy (laughs) your
2: your opinions are very hairy
1: stinky (laughs) and come out in awkward situations
2: are you still talking about (laughs) bums
1: talking about opinions topic number three subtitles
2: I'm floating them. I've actually recently started. So like when I go home after the show at night and I want to watch some Netflix, I'm bet into good girls at the moment. Really good show. Um, But if I can't have it too loud, like if there's people in bed and I'm afraid to wake people, I'll put on the subtitles and then you can also. I was
1: talking about subtitles for foreign stuff.
2: No, like even for
1: like the English stuff. Ah, No, because you you can't see what's happening if you're focused on the subtitles too much. Like it's grand. Like I watch Money Heist and that's in Spanish. Subtitles grand for that. And it's a great show, but not for English, like not for English shows.
2: No, I don't mind it so much. Much. Like you think you think that you'd be staring at the subtitles all the time, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. You, you, kind of, you only kind of look down if like if you miss a word or two. Do you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. Was, okay. We both
2: do. floating I suppose. On the telly too loud at night now and put your earphones in. Uh, I don't have any that fit my laptop. Fit your laptop? Yeah. Get
1: with the times. I know. You're the ones that you're wearing now would fit your laptop.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. We'll have to bring
1: them home. Uh. These are my
2: work ones. These are my big cans.
1: <laughs> big cans.
2: <laughs>
0: the cast with Jazz and Laura.
1: We're talking about your weird celebrity crushes, not not the usuals, not the gorgeous movie stars in Hollywood that we all know, love and fancy, the kind of out there ones, mine and Robinson, Robinson from The Weakest Link.
2: I don't know if this one counts, but when I said it to my friends one time, they were kind of like, really, that guy? Um, Colin Firth. Colin, Colin Firth in Mamma Mia is a very attractive man. Yeah, and he's handsome. Yeah. I suppose,
1: yeah, kind of out there as well. but Yeah, that's great. Yeah, well done.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I'm so
1: <laughs> happy I shared. Michael and Kerry says, Ursula von der Leyen in her day. Isn't she the Ursula president of, either president of the EU or president of the European Commission? Ursula she's, von der
2: Leyen, yeah. Yeah, she yeah, is. Yeah. She's
1: attractive. Very gorgeous. Yeah. And again, powerful. Literally, <laughs> literally runs the EU. Yeah, literally. Uh, Katie says, Zach Efron, what a ride.
2: Hang on Katie. Katie, Katie you do you not, not understand, understand the, the assignment. assignment.
1: Zero marks in your homework. This Zero is,
2: marks for creativity. This is
1: of course, Zach Zach Efron is a ride but this is not what we're asking. No,
2: everyone fancies Zach Efron. It's almost weird if you don't fancy Zach Efron. Yeah. You know?
1: so, so, Katie, go again, but it's someone It's someone who <laughs> isn't typically good-looking or perhaps someone older or out there, do you know?
2: Yeah, just th- someone who wouldn't be on the typical movie cru- movie star crush list. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I've got a WhatsApp. Lisa from uh, the real housewives of uh, Beverly Hills.
2: Oh, yeah. I know that she's old and all,
4: but... She's cracker.
2: <laughs> now we so, need we need you to clarify. Do there are mean, two, isn't there, there? There's Lisa Rinna and there's Lisa Vanderpump.
1: Both are good-looking girls,
2: gorgeous girls. I wouldn't class them as strange celebrity crushes. They're very wealthy, very powerful, gorgeous oh. women.
1: Oh, Laura, just they're not just attractive because they're wealthy. Come on,
2: they're powerful women. They're business women.
1: They are. Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. Good going.
2: I also love that where he he was pretending not to know which Housewives franchise they were from. He's yeah, like, oh, <laughs> the, uh, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. We know you're watching that religiously.
1: <laughs> uh, Lindsay and I think Pat on the phone. Hello, guys. How's it going? Harry? Uh, who who are you saying? Who's your weird celebrity crush? Ah, oh, gay player, Carney from Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: A, lo- a lot of soap stars coming in as the, as the crushes. What is it about Gail that you like? Oh, I don't know. It's just one of them things from years
4: ago. So I used to like, go on fishing. She has, like, a trout face now for some reason, don't
3: I? <laughs> <laughs> Wearing ones, like...
1: Wait, hang, hang on a She has a what? It's, like, a trout face, like a trout snow, and I, like. Alex. <laughs> it's never obviously. like... What's a trout snow? <laughs> a trout snow, like the snow of a trout, like... The snout of a trout fish. <laughs> yeah, of a fish, yeah. So, eh? so Gail Platt has a fish face, but you <laughs> fancy that fish face. In a weird way, yeah. i I say,
2: I say you liked Gail's dance moves. She used to dance in a few episodes as well. i say you liked I the don't know,
1: I wouldn't watch that much now. You just put on Coronation Street, put it on mute. Ah, it's just to look again, eh? Then when it's not on uh, When Coronation Street isn't on the telly You just look up uh, trout videos on YouTube
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, yeah
1: Come on we'll chat <laughs> you again Thanks a little All right, thank you. Uh, Maria who have you got for us a weird celeb crush
2: uh, Kevin Bacon Oh you know what I'm kind <laughs> of on board with the Kevin Bacon one I, I, Again yeah. I wouldn't say he's weird I, He was very good looking in the 80s You when know he was in what he footloose. was really
3: nice in that film years ago Called Sleepers Sleepers. sleepers
4: as I don't well I not you remember it the four young guys they killed a man down the stairs like they had like a hot dog cart oh my god I've seen that yeah, movie I've never seen it though no. that is a great very movie
1: good. very intense though yeah
4: it is so good but I love Kevin and Dash. I think he's so he was, good looking he was great
2: <laughs> in Footloose he was
3: really attractive in Footloose yeah is, yeah, he the he main, is. is he the main
1: dude Foot- in Footloose
2: Yeah, he's handsome he's handsome,
3: handsome. And he, got, he oof, is and he isn't got he though like? yeah. Yeah, well, not for, many people like him and not many people actually know him either
1: yeah, yeah true in fairness when you text in I, I immediately thought of Kevin Spacey and I was like oh we won't go there <laughs>
3: <laughs> Maria
1: know, yeah. nice one we'll chat to you again
3: lovely thanks guys
0: cheers thanks The ZooCast with Jazz and Laura